Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. This is the number one daily radio show for realtors looking for a no BS, authentic, real-time coaching experience. What's really working in today's market, how to generate more leads, make more money, and have more time for what you love in your life. And now your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Three, two, one, and we are back. That's right. So today we have a question for you. Are you actually inadvertently procrastinating your way into poverty? What are we talking about here? Procrastinating. What are you waiting for? Here are the top 10 procrastinations that could be causing you to lose money every single day. So ask yourself, what do you actually lose by procrastinating? Are you motivated by the carrot that's getting something? or the stick that's losing something. Now, everybody claims that they're motivated by their goals, but doing by but doing more so they can have more, yet most of you don't get into action until you're actually about to lose something. Do you ever think about it that way? Well, we have so many coaching examples of that. You know, it's everything. It, it, I'll give Zoe as an example, right? Sure. Okay. Our nine-year-old daughter, uh, you can tell, ask her to do, uh, you know, you anything. guys- Anything, really. But you guys have kids, you'll understand. You know, it's uh, Zoe here. We'll, we're going to, you know, you get X if you do, you know, one, two, and three. And she won't do it. Yeah. If you say, Zoe, you're going to lose your iPad. Those of you who have kids, you know, the iPad is like essentially the connection to the realities that they've created for themselves online. Mm-hmm. You will lose your iPad for three hours if you do not do one, two, and three. And she'll do one, two, and three instantly. Uh, you know, whistling her uh, and cheering her way all the way through all of her efforts. Because she doesn't want to lose the iPad. She doesn't want to lose something she already has. And now I'll even make this more salient for all of you. I had a coaching client. I've told this story before mm-hmm. and you guys, based on your feedback, appreciate it. His name was uh, Monet, Monet Neves, if I remember correctly. So Monet, evidently, this is before I started coaching him, had a weight problem. He was quite large and he had had this problem for a long period of time. So much so, he developed, uh, I think it was diabetes and mm-hmm. was starting to have circulation problems in his feet and his toes. His doctor, every year when he'd go to the doctor, said, you've got to lose weight. You've got to lose weight. Well, Monet didn't do it. And one day, after many years, he goes to the doctor. The doctor says, okay, it's now time based on the – he wasn't even able to walk. He was like using crutches. Monet was. And the doctor – and I guess his foot was getting discolored. And the doctor said, well – you waited too long, and now we need to schedule you for a surgery, a procedure to have, I think it was part of his like left foot or something, amputated. And remember, this is after many, 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 many years of Monet being told that he needed to lose weight. He needed to change his life. He needed to you know, think how much better you'll look, how much better you'll feel. Think all the different things you'll be able to do when you lose weight. Nope, never did it, did not care, wanted to stay in the same rut that he was in, living uh, like he was living. It wasn't until the doctor said, you're going to lose something you already have, which in his case was part of his left foot, that he actually took action. Not only did he take action, this all happened before I started coaching him, not only did he take action, that um, he took so much action, he was on the cover of Men's Fitness Magazine, which is incredible. So he not only lost the weight, well, obviously he kept his foot, but he also then got into such great you know, physical condition that he was, you know, glorified on the cover of a national, if not international magazine. What's the takeaway? The motivation was losing something he already had, which is his foot or in Zoe's case, her iPad. So if you're really wanting to feel motivated, don't try to motivate yourself 
by giving yourself awards or frankly your children for doing something, give them essentially the actual thing that motivates humans, which is losing something that they already have. Never forget that is one of the most powerful psychological lessons that you can have, frankly, when you're wondering why you're procrastinating, because you're not realizing that by procrastinating, you're actually losing something, and that's what we're going to be focusing on. That's right, and that is the illustration of the carrot or the stick, right? So our, most people claim they're motivated by the carrot, and yet it's the stick. So point number one, we're talking about what are you waiting for? Point number one, you're not taking action, perhaps, because you're certain the market's going to crash soon, creating the opportunity that you think isn't here currently. And yet, meanwhile, back in real estate, there will be between four and four and a half million transactions from in the, the MLS. country just through the MLS this year. How many million of those do you need? You don't need millions. Most of you need somewhere between probably eight and 25 transactions. Most of you, some of you need more than that. You got to ask yourself why it is that you're so attracted to the idea of the housing market crash. Well, you're a buyer and you're obviously wanting to get something at a lower price and you're attracted to the idea that by waiting, you're going to be smart. You're going to save money. Okay. That's kind of human behavior. But from a real estate practitioner's perspective, you're not in the market. Why is it that you're so attracted to the doom and gloom? Here's the ultimate answer why. And please be honest with yourself about this. It's because you're trying to rationalize not doing procrastinating, not doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. Why should I learn to do what I don't want to do when I don't want to do it at the highest level if after all the market's going to crash? Why should I learn to you know, be a listing agent or learn how to properly price homes or all the other things that we talk about in our coaching program if after all tomorrow is going to be a zombie apocalypse in the housing market? You guys get it? So if you're finding yourself looking for that information, the information's always going to be there because there's a lot of people that want to essentially look for more people that think the sky is falling because it reinforces their belief the sky is falling. But here's ultimately what happens. And this is happening to many of you. Realize what I'm saying is you're losing weeks, months, years waiting for the market to fall. You are not, you are essentially never developing the skills, never helping the people, never making the money, and thus never actually becoming your full, you know, frankly, the best version of you as a real estate practitioner because you are sitting around waiting for the sky to fall because you believe the market's going to crash. There is no reason to believe the market's going to crash. We've done droves of podcasts on this. If you want the actual drilled down proof, go back and listen to our past podcasts. Stop ingesting information that is making you feel pessimistic and fearful. And if you are addicted to a lot of that, which a lot of you are, the strongest advice Julie and I have for all of you is completely go media free urgently. And then you will find you go through stages of withdrawal. Like if you decided to give up cigarettes, the first you know few days is going to be rough. You're going to be worried about what's happening in the news. What am I avoiding? And then what you're going to find is over time, you're going to be less that little tick to wanting to know what's going on and you know being addicted to all the negative news. Eventually, that's going to start to wash out. Then all of a sudden, usually a week or two, you're going to feel this massive sense of relief. And then that is then going to start to baseline you so then you can start realizing that does not matter what's going on in the economy, does not matter what's going on in politics, what's going on anywhere in anything. You are smart enough to get a real estate license. You're actually, you know, frankly, once you adapt the right skills to this marketplace, you can make more money helping more people now because of this new market than you ever could in the previous market. It's not a mindset thing, as some of you want to hang your hats on that. It's actually a real practical, essentially truthy thing. The market's not about to crash. Stop thinking and acting like it is. Stop waiting. All right. Point number two, well put. 
You might be waiting for the inventory fairy to sprinkle the right new listings into your MLS so you can finally get some of your buyers in contract. If that's how you plan on getting your buyers in contract, you should, you might as well refer them to somebody who's going to be more proactive. There is no inventory fairy. And go and look and listen to our past podcasts and coaching clients. You have this incomplete list. We've given you droves of places to find homes that are not in the MLS. From a buying perspective, and maybe you're looking, you're working with a seller that once that magical home comes for sale, they'll actually put their sale, their home for sale with you. Guys, go and find your own inventory. The MLS is just one of about 10 ways we teach you to go out and find your own homes for sale. Going forward, there is going to be no mass return to putting listings in the MLS unless there's an absolute stark raven mad buyer's market. But even then, unlikely. we think there's going to be an, unlike, unlikely, if not impossible. So you're going to have to get used to uh, not just relying on the MLS to find your list, your available inventory for sale, which by the way, your buyers, they're already looking other places other than the MLS mm -hmm. and they're going to find their own homes, homes that you didn't even know are for sale. And then they're going to obviously not transact with you. By number three, we're talking about procrastinating. What are you waiting for? Are you waiting for your next deal to appear from your center of influence? Now you've always lucked out in the past. Surely something will happen soon. But what happened to all of the FOMO, the fear of missing out, that was out there? A lot of that dried up. In other words, the centers of influence and past clients were not that particular who they were going to do business with. So they knew you from the tennis club, so they were just going to list the property with you. But now that they see that their neighbor's homes aren't selling, they will still give you a shot at listing the home, but they're not just going to automatically list the home with you. You're going to have to compete for that listing. Why are you procrastinating learning the skills necessary to become a competitive listing agent? Here's a quote from Wayne Gretzky. He said, procrastination is one of the most common and deadliest of diseases, and its toll on success and happiness is heavy. So don't fall into that. I love that quote from him. I think he's pretty accurate. Point number four, are you waiting for your videos to get somebody to list with you? Just keep on cranking out those TikToks. You must not have done enough of them yet. In other words, you're waiting for your branding and your marketing. You're waiting, you're waiting. The key word here is waiting. Waiting in this market will result in you losing. The market is essentially moving. The market is starting to choose its new winners and its new losers. That's clearly happening, not just in real estate, but in all facets of the economy. So what you've got to do is you've got to stop waiting. And if you're thinking, well, you know, maybe you just got your real estate license or maybe you're deciding you've been in real estate for a long time and you're thinking, well, now I'm really going to drill down on my marketing. Ask the people selling you the marketing, the branding, exactly how long it's going to take for you to get an actual closed transaction. They're not going to give you a direct answer because it's mostly malarkey. That's why. If you think you're going to create a bunch of YouTube videos and the leads are just going to uh, uh, you know, fly in the front door, you got to realize leads in themselves have no value. Who cares? Leads have no value, dear listener. Pre-qualified, motivated listing leads, but also buyer leads, those have value. Those leads are going to come from you doing the real work of real estate. The reason that the branding and the marketing people don't tell you that is because they themselves never did the real work of real estate, never learned how to, and so they don't know how to show you how to. Or maybe they never even sold real estate. Listen to the podcast we did yesterday. That's right. Point number five, we're talking about procrastinating. Are you waiting for a call back? Oh, I hear this so many times. Waiting for somebody to call me back. I'm waiting for a call back from any of your leads, the other agent the home inspector, the title company, the mortgage guy, waiting, waiting, waiting. It's your job to be proactive. Probably 80% of your job in real estate is for you to be the one making the call. 
Go over to their office, go to the other agent. If you have to track them down, that is your job. And it's, by the way, it's not the job of your leads to call you back. It's your job to find them and to produce what they're wanting from you. And by the way, call them. Call, call. them. But Julie said, are you waiting to call them back? If someone texted you, call them. Someone messaged you on WhatsApp, call them. Yes. You have their phone number. Call them. That's how they found you. Their phone number? Okay. Point number six. You're waiting for your scripts to be perfect. Now, we drilled down on this a little bit yesterday, and we'll hear just 10 more role plays, and you'll be ready to pick up that phone. <laughs> You're gotta, waiting to get better. I'm Look, Julie, I definitely want to become a listing agent, but I got to make my pre-listing pack perfect. I have news for you guys. Nothing about your real estate business or your life will ever be perfect. Everything in life forever is always a work in progress. Nothing is ever always. perfect. Right. So be okay. This is a Sheryl Sandberg quote, right? Yep. Done, or see, uh, perfect is the enemy of done. So stop procrastinating. Perfectionism in itself is procrastination. Procrastination in itself is you, do, frankly, creating a nice, elegant, intellectual excuse to be lazy. That's right. We said it. Lazy. All of these things go back to being lazy. Lazy in what way? What are you talking about, Tim? Doing these things take a lot of effort. They do, but you're lazy at the, you're being lazy at the most important thing, which is actually being directly in front of a potential buyer or seller and actually transacting. You're lazy in that you're not actually putting yourself in the position to hear the word no. You're lazy that you're believing that you can just essentially work on more of these projects and work on more branding, work on more role plays, work on this, work on that. Guys, listen, you can do, frankly, none of those things at a very high level, but if you're willing to pick up the phone or willing to knock on the door, or willing to actually have direct, we gave you scripts all this week, right? Another one, a very simple one. Every one of you can say, even if you've never sold real estate before, you've lived in a cave for the last 50 years. You know, it doesn't even matter, right? By the way, Julie, who do you know who's thinking about buying or selling real estate that I should be helping in this market? End every conversation with that script, not your version of it, that script. And what you'll find if you ask that question five or 10 or, you know, even more times per day is maybe the first time you start saying it, you're going to stumble over it. You're not going to feel comfortable saying it. But after a while, because you see the same people on a regular basis, is they're going to be conditioned to think of you as someone who's looking to help people buy or sell real estate. And they're going to start bringing you leads. Not because you mailed them a bunch of forget-me-not seeds or dropped off a bunch of pumpkin pies or did a bunch of direct mails or a bunch of TikTok videos or any of the rest of it. Because you've been willing to have direct conversations. Remember what Julie said. Many of you need far fewer than 20 transactions per year because you're blessed with such a fantastic sale price. Why are you making it so damn hard? Because you're procrastinating actually being of service to other people, which means that you won't be of service to any other people, which means that you're setting yourself up, especially because of this market, for really a lot of unnecessary struggle. Stop procrastinating. Point number seven, this is always a fun one, you're waiting, procrastinating, until you get back from vacation, which doesn't start for two weeks. <laughs> you wouldn't want to have a deal happen while you were away now, would you? Right? right. So what I always tell them, because this comes up on coaching calls all the time, is, you know, what's your worst case scenario? Somebody wants an appointment from you while you're away. You either refer it. You have another agent that you can rely on. You partner with somebody. You pay, you know, for an appointment. Or guess what? That person can wait three or four days until you get back. Now, this also happens a lot with our grizzled veteran listing agents. It's funny. You and I remember whenever you were sitting on 10 or 15 listings, and it seems slow, you go out of town and something sells anyway. You're going to be working a little bit on vacation anyway. It is the nature of it. But stop waiting to get to work to call back your leads, to be proactive with your lead generation until you get back from vacation. 
And here's some advanced coaching. Never, ever, ever tell any of your clients that you're going out of town. Ever. They don't tell you. And they don't care. And if you're going out of town, you're just going to put them in panic mode. So don't tell them. They don't need to know. Stress-inducing. They don't know where you are when they call you on your phone, right? <laughs> you know, it's we've had coaching clients. I, I'll never forget this one in particular. He was a guy in his 20s, and he wanted to do uh, a global trip. Mm-hmm. It, was his, it was his goal. And he uh, so he was from New York. And we said, okay, what are we going to do? And he, again, high sale price. We set it up so that he had to take so many listings. I think it was like 10 or 8 or something. Yep. And they all had to be listings that were motivated sellers. They had to have realistic listing contracts and all the rest of it. And based on that revenue from taking those listings, and he had to take them, I remember now, by April, and then he could take the rest of the year off and mm-hmm. travel. Pretty awesome. Well, guess what he did? Just that. And he was able to run his business from anywhere in the world, from his cell phone, um, and those sellers didn't really care whether he was, you know, two minutes away or 2000 miles away. And he was able to easily pay all of his bills for the entire year. And I imagine that's something that a lot of you can start thinking about. Why are you taking 12 months to do what you could have accomplished in one quarter? You guys get the Seriously, point? Stop yeah. procrastinating. And by the way, don't you do everything digitally anyway? DocuSign, DotLoop, all of your tools are online anyway. They don't know what time of day it is or what time zone you're in or what country you're in. So cut out the vacation excuse. All right, point number eight. Are you waiting to find your big why? You haven't oh. found your passion in the business, so you're not feeling motivated today. Oh, I hate that one, honestly. I know. I don't know if I, I had, want to talk had, about it. <laughs> I had somebody in our EXP family connect me in text with somebody who was wanting to discover their big why. Mm-hmm. And it's like, wh- no, because here's the thing. The whole idea that you have to have passion to be successful and you're waiting to feel passionate before you're going to be successful is a big lie. Not a big why. It's a big lie. Because, because passion is a fleeting emotion. Your emotions from listening to this podcast just for the past 17 minutes, 20 seconds have changed a million times. And that's called being human. Okay. And uh, yeah, so don't think that you have to that you have to have passion for selling real estate or passion for doing what you don't want to do and you don't want to do it at the highest level or passion for going on listing appointments even. You can be passionate about what comes as a result of you doing those other things. And maybe it's your lifestyle or maybe it's frankly your home that you live in or maybe it's the hobbies that you're able to uh, you know, enjoy because of the fact that you're willing to do what you didn't want to do and you didn't want to do at the highest level. There is nobody on planet Earth that's done anything for a long period of time that they're passionate about. And I'll even go as far as to say, if you are going to say, well, I am passionate about basket weaving and that's just something I love doing. Fantastic. And soon as, and I'm going to make that my career. As soon as you start, you know, having to earn money and pay bills and pay staff from basket weaving, it will not take long for you to hate basket weaving. True. You know, Julie was a professional musician and guess what? When she started realizing, when she started looking at the lifestyles of the people Well, yes, I had a lot of friends that, I mean, I would say I was semi-professional or a good amateur when I was friends with people who were uh, musicians for their actual and only living. That's a completely different thing, right? So they were going from contract to contract, different concerts. You know, a lot of them were very cool, but I'll tell you what, a lot of them were very bitter too, because they were dependent on something that had been in the past their passion and now it just become a job. When uh, Julie and I, before we got into real estate, we went to a mentor of ours. Julie and I had a car cleaning and detailing business Mm -hmm. and um, we had it in Columbus, Ohio and we were blessed to have a lot of uh, YPO, Young Presidents Organization uh, clients. And so they had multiple cars. 
And one of them in particular was this gentleman um, named Jack Roselli, who I don't know if he thought of, if we thought of him as a mentor or if he knew we thought of him as a mentor, but we did. And so Jack Roselli had a whole bunch of amazing, amazing, amazing cars. We went to him asking him to consider investing in our uh, car cleaning and detailing business, and we wanted to expand on it. And we had all these different plans and ideas and notions. He certainly had the ability to invest in it. And he said, this is what he told us. He said, he didn't say no, but he said, the biggest mistake you could make is essentially trying to make your passion your business. And then he suggested that Julie and I get into real estate. Those two things were Mm -hmm. instrumental in the pivot of our lives. Because imagine had he said, okay, I'll give you guys, I'll invest money in your car cleaning and detailing business and the rest of it. I promise you, Julie and I would still be living in Columbus, Ohio. Cleaning cars. Cleaning, you know, (laughs) and we'd have probably a big, huge, multi-million dollar year car cleaning and detailing business and the rest of it. But it had been nothing like the amazing life that we've been able to enjoy. You know, we've been married for 32 years um, and I think we were getting that advice from him after we'd been married for maybe only two years. Yep. And just those few words of telling us not just chase our passions, but instead do something that allowed us to fuel our passions were so pivotal in our lives. And we'll be forever grateful for that. So hopefully I'm honoring, the, uh, frankly, the words he gave to us by sharing all those with you. And share that advice with your kids as well, because there's a lot of well-meaning nincompoops out there. <laughs> that are telling you and telling your family that, you know, in order for you to be rich and successful or just successful in life, you have to be passionate for what you're doing. It is a lie that will result in a lot of people failing because maybe you get started being a basket weaver and you're passionate for it. And then after a while, you're no longer passionate for it. And then you give up on it. Uh, You guys get it? So you're just going to go from one thing I'm going to be passionate about to another thing I'm going to be passionate about. Because passion is fleeting, you're never going to be successful at anything. Being successful at everything in life takes a long damn time, a lot longer than you think it should. That's just something that if you're chasing passions, you're never going to experience the highest level of success. Well put. Point number nine, this is an easy one to cure. You're waiting until rates come down. You guys have got to stop being so attached to that. Here's a fact for you. I'm facting you now. You're not the one buying the house. If your buyer prospect is okay with the payment at whatever interest rate, or guess what? Many of them are not even getting a loan. Then why are you so attached to letting rates come down? Why are you watching that so closely? That is not the end end all and be all of the market. And rates aren't going to go up anymore, as we've been predicting. And uh, the next uh, little thought for you is that if you think that the most important thing to your real estate clients, or frankly, the payment um, or the price, or frankly, what they sell it for, you're incorrect. Most people, you, dear listener, money is not the most important thing in your life, especially when it comes to the home you're going to live in. You want a safe, secure home that, yes, you can afford the payment. I mean, you're not house poor and all these things. But at the end of the day, money is not the most important thing to most people. And it's not good or it's not bad. It's just a fact, as Julie just said. So stop believing and stop procrastinating or using as an excuse high rates, the markets, you know, this or the other thing. It's not, guys. People have adapted very quickly, as humans are apt to do, to the new market and the new higher rate interest rate environment. And guess what? If it changes again in either direction, people will adapt again. Exactly. People move because of lifestyle and circumstances, not because of interest rates or anything else. Okay. Point number 10, you're waiting for your listing uh, listing to sell. I'm just too busy servicing my listing. I know. Well, here's a couple <laughs> thoughts about that. Are you aware, some of you, that you can actually handle more than one listing at the same time? And secondly, if it's really taking, here's the criteria. If you have a listing and it's already more days on the market than the average that it should be based on your comparables, 
there is something going on there that you need to get in front of. Otherwise, you're going to be the one with the expired. Listen to the podcast from yesterday where we were talking about proper pricing. Um, you know, because frankly, to Julie's point, if you know, you're not monitoring all the things about why the house hasn't sold within the reasonable days in the market, I promise you your seller is. And they're in the back of their mind already thinking about who their next listing agent is going to be. That's true. That's right. Okay. So here's a quote from Buddha. The trouble is that you think you have time. This has been a podcast about ending your procrastination. Stop procrastinating and waiting for someone or something else to motivate you. Get into action today. I'm a doer. I do things now. I get things done is your anti-procrastination affirmation. I use that all the time. Okay. If you're still wandering around in the wilds of real estate, lacking focus and direction and procrastinating, you clearly need Premier Coaching. So go to premiercoaching.com and sign up today for free. And the links are, guess where, in the show description. If it doesn't matter if you're on YouTube or listening to us on any of the podcast listening widgets, just even on your iPhone, just scroll down and click on the links or just go to premiercoaching.com. Stop procrastinating, becoming a coaching client. You know, it's <laughs> funny. Well, we, we hear them all Point the time. Point number 11. <laughs> we hear them all the time saying, uh, you know, I get so much from your podcast that I haven't, you know, whatever, whatever. You have no clue what you're not getting by not being in Premier Coaching. I'm thrilled that you are getting a lot from this podcast. It is our mission. That is what we focus a lot of our energies on every single week, making sure this podcast really moves the needle in your lives. But the Premier Coaching is the next natural step for all of you. You know it. Ask yourself why you're not signing up. It doesn't cost you anything. Why are you procrastinating signing up? Here's a thought for you. If you sign up, then what happens? I know what. You're no longer going to have an excuse not to do what you don't want to do and you don't want to do at the highest level. You're no longer going to have an excuse to say, well, I need to work on this and work on that. Because you know when you sign up for Premier Coaching, everything from A to Z in building your real estate business is there waiting for you, right? So joining Premier Coaching means the end of your procrastination. Hmm. Interesting way to round the Sorry bend about today. your luck. Right. So just go to premiercoaching.com or click on one of the links in the show description. Thank you for keeping this the number one listen to daily podcast for real estate professionals in at least the United States. You guys have a fantastic day. We'll talk with you on the show tomorrow. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>